Hello and welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy. I'm Executive Prime at Knobcat Games, and this is a audio devlog of sorts where we um, are get together every two weeks and we talk about the progress on our game, Dungeons of the Obelisk, which is a 2D turn-based dungeon-crawling loot-grinding adventure. And I'm joined here today by our art lord, Ben Segus. Hello. And our digital alchemist, TJ Yetisernia. What's up? And now, guys, we've got actually a whole month's worth of um, updates to talk about because of the way we recorded last time. I think we said this in the podcast last podcast, but we're doing the same thing this month where we're going to record back-to-back two episodes and then release them so that we don't have to record on... Um, christmas day which is seems to be an important day to not have to do podcasts the uh the main thing that that we have is we've finally gotten the breach into the game so now we have our 10 dungeon levels and now our second game mode which is the breach so i'm not sure what to say about that (laughs) i guess it's uh it's a rip in space time that opens once you complete level 10 and it kind of takes you to another another area of the game where you know you have your normal dungeon levels that are under the obelisk and then this kind of takes you somewhere else in the world which in this case happens to be a swamp i definitely like the direction that the breach is going you know getting a swamp going and the fact that it serves as like an early form of endgame where a player has something to strive towards, you know, that you got that difficulty that scales up and up and up, makes it much harder than the standard dungeons are. The breach is level 10, so it, it the breaches will always match the level where they open at. So you unlock it at level 10, so the breach is level 10. And then it has a difficulty modifier, so you can play, and it's gonna be hard to remember these. I think it's, I believe it's normal hard i'm not gonna be able to remember the next one i know it's like it's not like advanced expert maybe and then there's uh hmm. Um, normal hard superior master and titan there you go you'd think i'd know these since i like created them but (laughs) had to look them up yeah they they (laughs) it's hard to remember like little stuff like that because like I definitely did a lot of thinking on what those should be. You know, they, they had a bunch of different iterations before I decided on the final ones. They basically give you like a, you know, times two, times three, Titan is times five multiplier on the difficulty. So it kind of works like you still get level 10 loot, but you get a difficulty of, of uh, 50 almost. Well, not almost exactly. <laughs> and, uh, then that also bumps up your your drop rate chances if you can complete it at that difficulty. I can say from my experience with it, I still haven't beaten the max level at level ten. I have to over level myself. Yeah, it's it might take like we might have to balance it a little bit. I wanna I wanna keep it the way it is right now and see. Um, we might make it a little easier, but I kind of like it being hard. You know, maybe maybe Titan isn't possible until, you know, the next 20 dungeon levels come out or something. You know, I think it's I think it's okay if it's really difficult. Yeah. I hope that doesn't create like a thing where players are like 
feel like they're mad that they can't get beat it. Like, I, I don't know. We'll see how it play tests, I guess. I mean, it's always good to have something to strive for, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I also think, like, once you get the set items and stuff, I know the set items drop in the breach, but I think once you get that set completed and you're, like, really tanky, that might, uh, that might help. Yeah, that set definitely makes a, a very large difference in how powerful you are. I think the only problem I have is that when I use it, I now attack less, which on high breach levels, you can start to feel that a lot. Yeah, it does have the uh, the decrease in in your dexterity that you trade for a bunch of block. So I guess the next thing we should talk about is the set items. So we have the boss drops the, uh, the new set items, and, and then I think everybody probably knows how set items work. You know, you get up to six pieces of the set, and the more you have, the more, like, set bonuses you can get. And uh, this one is definitely like a tank-oriented build, where I think it gives you some damage reduction. I know it gives you some block that you trade for dexterity, and then the other one, the max one, is you don't, don't, you're not affected by critical hits anymore. It's definitely a very powerful set. From using it, I really like how the dagger turned out with how. You know, you're attacking the enemies, and then as a reward for attack, you start building a block in that combat instance. So then over time, the longer the fight is, the more defensive you become, eventually to the point where every hit, you're taking only half damage from it. The the dagger mirrors the abilities of the boss in the breach, and we're trying not to give away the bosses and stuff, <laughs> you know, until the game is out, but it does, like, mirror the boss's uh, moves. So, so the boss also can gain block chance as it as you fight them. So, but I think as a weapon, it's really cool. I, I like the idea of the set items mirroring the abilities of the um, bosses where they drop. Yeah, I feel like yeah, the combination of like the set being similar to the boss and then kind of mimicking how the boss fights and acts definitely adds more uniqueness to it and. Well, on the art side of it, it makes it look very unique. Like, you got these very unique set items that is very clearly pulled from the... It's almost as if, like, you're ripping pieces off the boss and just armoring yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are, like, named... Like, the offhand is, like, the eye <laughs> of of the boss's name. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. It's a little gruesome. I, ben <laughs> kind of made it cooler than I thought it was going to be. I kind of had the, like kind of a grosser image in my head where you were like holding the eye by like the the like the, the would be yeah. yeah like the optical nerves or something I guess coming out of the back of the eye and he yeah. kind of made it look cool it's like glowing and and stuff it's just probably better <laughs> yeah I wasn't sure how how gross you really wanted to get with it I mean we can always add that in later with like other set items and stuff but for now i i kind of toned it down a little bit i mean <laughs> and it's still clearly the eye of the boss but yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i i'm not sure like i i don't typically like i don't like uh gory stuff but i don't mind like 
it's a little bit of like gross stuff if if that makes sense you yeah. know our game's pretty like not it's it's remotely cartoony like I, I don't know what else you would call it but it is a little like a little bit dark and a little bit like serious i guess yeah it's kind of a mix a little bit of the in-between yeah trying to think of what else there is about the breach i really like the artwork of the map even though it's still <laughs> just your rough sketch ben yeah i i think it's gonna look awesome once we decide to to finish it yeah i'm looking forward to that <laughs> it seems like it plays really well it seems like it's the right size and stuff yeah yeah I definitely need to test it out some more but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely want you to get on there and run around and stuff so you kind of get the feel for it and then then you can like finish it and yeah and see how you know once you played on it see how it feels I'm trying to think is there anything else to say about the breach <laughs> <laughs> i feel like it's a really big like huge thing like it's like a whole new game mode like we basically doubled the game with yeah. adding the breach you know at least as far as like playtime and stuff so nika has been working on the animations for the mobs in the breach so we have i believe mo is done which yeah. is our mosquito mob and that thing looks nuts yeah, it's it like looks- super fast and <laughs> <laughs> has life steal and stuff so it's pretty cool yeah it looks so cool I'm a fan of the enemies that are getting in there. I gotta, I gotta take a look at them because the animations that she's been making, and I'll be getting them in. But then, I'm starting to realize that certain attacks, even if you play on normal speed, don't fully play out because the game's kind of like hard coded. This attack will take this long. Got to fix that to actually see all of Nika's animations. Yeah, that's something we we need to t- discuss, I guess, because. We don't want the animations like slowing you down because you do have an ability that is movement speed, which you want to have and 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 make your game go faster. So you definitely don't want the attacks like slowing you down. So at the higher speeds, I think it's okay if you don't see them. And then if you want to see them, you can like click your speed down and and watch them at 1x. I think there's some room there to like discuss it and and see what what we think. Because right now the animations don't play faster. They play like they just get cut off, right? Yeah, it's like all animations are maybe a second or something. They're assumed to be a second, even if they're longer. So no matter what. Hit that second, slice it off. Right. Does it do that even at, like, 1x speed? Yeah, it does. Because, like, when you boost the speed, it'll uh, take that uh, 1 and then multiply it, or I guess divide it in this case, to lower it, make it faster. Yeah, I'm okay if they get cut off when you're going, like, you know, 6 or 8x speed. But, like, at, at 1, we should be able to see the full animations. So. Another task to work on. Yeah, we can add that to the list. I'll jot it down right now just so we don't forget. In the newest build, you also expanded like a bunch of our tutorial elements. So I haven't actually gotten to play the newest build yet, but I guess we have our tutorial chest and we have Illoon the Wizardess that's gonna, you know, make you open the chest and put stuff on before you go in the dungeon. Yeah, so that was definitely a pretty big change and kind of opens up opportunities for dialogue later down the line 
I'm kind of mixed on how it's all presented. It's like one of the things is the chest is in the town, so she'll tell you, hey, go open up the box. You open it up, you collect your loot, then a dialogue box appears, and she says, oh, congratulations, you got loot. Make sure you equip it before you head in. I'm kind of like trying to think where, like what scenarios does those dialogue boxes make sense to pop up? Because they can be put anywhere now. You can put them in dungeons, you can put them like when you unlock the breach for the first time, that's a perfect example of where it could pop up, you know, you return to town, someone says, hey, you can now collect these resources and head to the breach. Yeah, I definitely wrote some dialogue at one point that was like, what have you done? <laughs> you, you know, you've opened, you've ripped a hole in space-time or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something along those lines. So, like, we definitely want her to pop up and acknowledge that you've done something horrible to the <laughs> fabric of space and time so and luckily in this little town we have a jeweler that decided to specialize in making astrolabes that help you navigate through through breaches luckily he must have coincidental known something was happening i guess <laughs> So that's a, another element I think you worked on too, was like we had the astrolabes and stuff in the town and the jeweler making them, but now I think you have to open the breach before those things actually are shown to the player. Yeah, so kind of going from the tutorial, another part of that is the uh, tech system. Because now when you go up to the jeweler early on in the game, they'll tell you, hey, I'm, I'm not ready for you to talk to me yet or something along those lines oh yeah then once you unlock the breach you know you're told hey go talk to the jeweler and then go up to them and they'll give you your first little collection of astrolabes get you going in the breach i want to say that those astrolabes might still be giving me trouble because i know you had mentioned before like sometimes you show up and you're given a full set every time i'm still not sure if that's fixed yeah, every time I do a dungeon run and return to town, I'm getting, like, the full set of astrolabes. <laughs> I think I stocked up, like, two or three hundred of them. <laughs> I want to say it's hopefully fixed. You know, I did things like, you know, now there's a limit. Once you reach the limit, no more is produced. Since you're given that free starter set, now they're not building up when you start the game or anything like that. I'm gonna have to give it a try and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to, like, playtesting this new build and stuff, because we're getting into, like, the last, like, final nitty-gritty of it where we're trying to get tutorials working and, and just fine-tuning things. Like, all the big elements, I think, are in the game. Now we're just, uh, you know, fine-tuning aspects of it and waiting on Josh to get servers and things working. Lately, I've been trying to go around and just look at... What do we have in game, and what what could take some small changes? I'm trying to do as much kind of polish work as I can with that. Yeah, for sure. We still have a lot of like uh, placeholder assets as far as like the UI and stuff. So I think me and Ben talked about it, and we're gonna hit those things. I think at the beginning of the year, <laughs> you yeah. know, after the holidays and stuff, we're gonna do, nail down all of those like lingering UI elements that. <laughs> that need uh, updated. Yeah. Lots of little stuff. <laughs> that'll be a lot of polish, I think that'll... Yeah, that'll really bring it together, I think, visually. You know, just all those 
pixel art placeholders will be gone. <laughs> yeah. I didn't put this on the list, but you did draw the runes, Ben. Those are looking awesome. So now, like, the runes for our uh, Paragon system are going to have, like, actual art for them instead of placeholders. Yeah. They look really cool. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, those are those are fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I think I... Oh, yeah, I already sent over the... I was looking at them, and... <laughs> when you had sent them, yeah. I had almost forgotten that the ones we have now were placeholders. <laughs> Just been looking oh, at them yeah. for way too long. Like the placeholder ones were pretty nice, but yeah. Yeah, and we still want Nika to animate them too. So like, they're kind of like now they look like instead of pixel art of the runes, <laughs> they're they're now like the runes are like black stones with an actual rune on them, and then there's kind of like a blue. Is it smoke or is it energy coming off that like displays what the rune actually like stands for? Yeah, I guess it could be either, but <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing too. I was trying to think of how it could be animated. Like, I figure kind of like a wiggly <laughs> kind of animation, but obviously that's going to be up to Nika to figure out. <laughs> Yeah, I think it doesn't need much. Yeah. You know, it just needs a little bit of like a shimmer or something on it so it looks like it's appearing and you know. Yeah. I think she'll she'll have something for it, but Yeah. Maybe a little bit of blue particle effects or something like that. Yeah, that would definitely work well with it, I think. Um, we got another like few just small things that I put noted down here. The XP potions now work which I think is kind of exciting. Those are going to be more of like uh, for rewards. I think you can get them as your daily rewards. And then I think once we start having events and stuff, I think XP potions will be a good prize for those. But they work like you you consume them and, and they give you a percentage of your current needed experience to reach the next level. So they'll be highly valuable once people get to higher paragon levels i think yeah they're definitely very useful items uh, i like them but they need some work because if you use a hundred you level up once even though you should level up a lot more than that oh yeah i think we talked about it i think you have to force them to use one at a time right i was looking at it kind of thinking about it because i don't know i like the idea of being able to use a hundred to a degree it's definitely easier to just yeah. say you can only use one at a time, but when I'm trying to power level and I want to be Paragon 1000 or something. Right. I think I think saying 100 of them is a little much, much because I don't think players are going to accumulate them that, that fast. They are going to be like pretty rare since they're so powerful, but uh, I think it involves a lot of math to use them at like multiples at one time because they give you your current level needed XP so like say you need a thousand to reach the next level it gives you I think it's 25 to 50 percent of that your current level so it's going to give you 500 XP if you roll the max and then you know you're halfway to your next level or whatever but if you use multiples at the same time, you have to like take into account if the player levels up with the one that they drank before. 
because that'll change their needed XP as it goes. So you can't just like use your hundred at one time and then you kind of get screwed because you just use, you just get the X XP for your current level. So I think you're going to have to do some wild math to make them <laughs> actually <laughs> give the proper XP. Yeah, that's true. I guess considering their rarity, since I'm, I mean, a player's not going to actually have a hundred, it might just be me leaning towards my own convenience over what the player might actually have. Yeah, I mean, people could save them up, you know, like I think they're going to be available in the store occasionally and then as prizes and stuff. So, you know, if you're a hoarder like I am in these games, you might end up with a hundred of them eventually and then you'd want to use them all in one go for like some big push or something. But it's probably something we want to figure out. Something to consider and then finalize on one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe you like can say you want to use a hundred at a time, but then the system actually uses them one at a time. So like that you level up and then you click accept for that level and then it levels you up again and then you click accept maybe. It still ends up being a lot of clicking, but at least you get to acknowledge each level as you go. Yeah, that'd definitely be the easy way to do it. Don't use a hundred once, use one a hundred times. Exactly, yeah. That's because that's basically what you're doing. You can't drink a hundred at a time, anyways. Just imagining them with a giant funnel. <laughs> <laughs> Just pouring chug, them in. Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> <laughs> doing a keg stand of experience potions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're made out of, but I'd be concerned to drink that much. <laughs> that could be a way to slow people down with. The XP potions is if like your character gets like a headache or something and like your vision <laughs> kind of blurs for like a minute. <laughs> you have to like go to go to the restroom real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, bosses now spawn in the center of the dungeon instead of dropping in on top of you. I think that's going to be a neat change too. Yes. It's a nice little something. Yeah, because I, I wanted to be able to, like, check out... Because, I mean, obviously I'm biased and I want to see the art. So, like, I wanted to see, like, the, the, the scale of the boss and stuff before actually attacking. So I never really got a good chance to do that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. It's like you'd finally see the boss, you know, just hanging out in their area. You can yeah. actually, for the first time, see the walk animation, because originally you wouldn't even begin to see the fact that they could walk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're running out of time, but let's try to knock out the last couple things on the list, I guess. We got uh, dev accessories, so like we made our avatars for the website that kind of that look like us and what we'd want to look like in the game, so now I think those, those elements are in the shop to purchase, so you can get you know, my shades or, or Ben's third eye and Nika has ears, I believe. And those are pretty exciting. I, I like having the cosmetics and stuff. You know, we're starting to build up our shop and, and you know, the customization for the character and stuff. Yeah, as it stands, the items actually line up really nice because we have exactly seven of them. So now I can just make it so they cycle once a day. Every day you get one, 
next day you get another. Oh, perfect. I'm not sure how much it matters, but the uh, the third eye doesn't blink. Just is always staring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The I think things that items that need animated will get will get their animations eventually. Um, you know, a lot of the legendary items still need animated, so we'll we'll get that eye animated and and uh, not sure what else if any of the other dev accessories need animated. Maybe the shades could have like a little shimmer every once in a while come off of them and stuff like that, but. Yeah, that's uh that's on Nika's to do list once she finishes all the mobs. Um, we have a bulletin board in the center of town now. It's, it has limited functionality, but you can get on there and you know it's the start of the help menu and the start of the change log and and things like that. So it's kind of cool. It's definitely a nice little feature to start rounding up the town and make it kind of feel more like a town. One of the recent things is that now the board has the uh, the leaderboard, so when you beat the breach on high difficulties, you can see how long did it take you to breach, how long did it take you to beat the breach, and then compare it to your other times, see if you can do it faster than your last. Oh, cool. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I think my best time on uh, Titan is like five minutes. I, I was cheating, so it might not count. <laughs> yeah, if, if we launch the game and, and your character is always at the top of the leaderboards, I think people will be suspicious. Yeah, just because I'm level 100 doesn't mean I'm cheating. <laughs> um, last thing on the list is our um, resolution settings. We now have like a full screen mode and, and uh, you know, windowed resolutions as well. Yeah, I was excited for that one. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing that at least someone was having trouble with the screen because it was so tiny, so it was really hard to see any of the details. So now you can actually get it to the a more standard 1920-1080 resolution. Yeah, and then clicking full screen, you know, almost works for everybody too. I think I think the issue was Josh had a has like a 4K monitor or something like that, and he he said whenever he first tried to play the game, it was like absolutely tiny, and he couldn't see it because it was like forcing it to. You know whatever it was and now you can just click full screen and it's as big as you want it to be yeah, the setting that would make sense that i didn't actually consider until just now is that by default it should have a setting where it just does the what is the re- resolution of your screen make it that big yeah. if you want to shrink it you can but you probably shouldn't be allowed to make it bigger like if i do 4k on my laptop it's gonna i'm not gonna be able to see anything It'll just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how resolution settings work. To be honest, uh, you know, I know how like they work when you get into a game and start messing with them, but how to program them is is pretty wild. I think like because you can you always click on them and it says like you have to restart the game or or whatever. Do you want to keep this resolution setting? And then it has like a little countdown and stuff. I feel like there's a lot that goes into little things like that. I have to mess around with the various options because. I do actually want to see what the 4K does, because, you know, the scenario that you mentioned, like, it has the timer, might need that, because you make your screen too big, next thing you know, you can't even click the button. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we covered everything on the list. Those are the major updates that we've had over the past month. Um, thank you so much for listening to the show. If you've made it to the end of this show and you're not in our Discord channel, um, definitely go to knobcat.com. Uh, there's a link to the Discord there. You can also check out our blogs and videos there. We also have a Twitter and an Instagram, which are both at Dungeons Obelisk. I guess we'll see you in two weeks.
Bye. See you.